0: Welcome to the Perky Color Radio Show, where we talk to entrepreneurs from across the globe to learn why they started their company, what mistakes they've made, what they learned from those mistakes, and they all share an incredible success story. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Perky Color Radio Show. I'm your host, David M. Frankel. Today I'm so excited to introduce to you CJ Williams. And he's the founder of Body Construction, Fitness, and Wellness. How are you this afternoon, CJ? I'm grading yourself? Doing very well. Thank you so much for uh, squeezing the business schedule. I know everyone's trying to get fit after COVID, and you got clients lined up from morning to night, so I appreciate you squeezing me in.
1: No worries. Thank you.
0: Well, kick us off, uh, CJ, with the why. Why did you start Body
1: Construction, Fitness, and Wellness? Well, honestly, sir, it was a, it was a place that didn't exist uh, until I started on myself. And what I used to do was basically go to the gym personally to relieve stress and make my day better by releasing, releasing some of that testosterone, some of those endorphins. And after, you know, just say years of doing it myself. People seeing the transformation in me, and then asked me to help them. Fantastic.
0: So, what happened after that? Did you start taking on clients? You just started meeting people at the gym, and next thing you know, is two, three, four,
1: five, ten. What was the? How did that progress? Well, so I used to go to the gym, and like I said, I'm I'm born and raised in Cleveland, and I moved here from California. And so upon moving from California to Cleveland, I had a history in music. However, fitness kind of goes apart with the entertainment industry. So you can make sure that, you know, look good in your clothes. And I would go to the gym because I was frustrated. I chose to move to Charlotte to contribute to the family household and uh, retire from being a rock star. Upon going to the gym, a lot of people just seen the creativity that I brought to the gym industry, and it caused a lot of attention, created a lot of awareness, and before Instagram was popular, I would just use Instagram to house uh, just different workouts, and it was a gentleman that used to approach me and ask me could i train him and i resisted training him for the longest however he started recording videos for me later on i started to train him and after training him come to find he was a pastor he had me stand up in front of the congregation and he told the whole congregation i'm one of the best trainers in charlotte and it honestly haven't been no look back ever since. And what year was that? That was probably if we are in two if, if we're in 2021, this was probably like seven years ago, eight years ago. Okay. 2012,
0: and 13, 14,
1: somewhere there. Right. And so this this young man ended up becoming my mentor, and he ended up seeing something in me that Uh, basically, just I just kind of manifested where it started with one guy and then it grew to 10. And before I knew it, it was time for me to open up my own facility.
0: Makes sense. Now, you said earlier, a retired rock star, I can't let that one go. Uh, Yes, sir. Did you have a stage name or what kind of uh, rock
1: star career did you have? I was in the music industry for 15 years, Okay. Uh, CJ Platinum. That's the that's the like the stage name, so to speak. And, you know, music is my passion and fitness was next in line. And while I was on tour, my wife had called me and said, I need a plan B. And I was like, no, what do you mean like a plan B? And she's like, no, you need a plan B. And so when the tour stopped in Atlanta, I ended up taking a class to become a personal trainer in Atlanta for the weekend. And that's how I obtained my certificate. But I never used it because I was on the road. I was always on the road. I was doing shows. And once the music industry kind of slowed down for me, that's when I decided to implement that certificate.
0: to clarify for our listeners this class you took was not with the weekend but it was over
1: the weekend is that right (laughs) yes yes it was yeah yeah it was it was over the weekend over the weekend when i took the i took the class to get certified as a personal trainer and i had a certificate during my during my music career
0: gotcha that was a play on words in case those are listening didn't catch it the weekend as a musician you got it now the training yes. with the weekend, okay. Anytime you have to explain a joke, it's probably you. not a very good one. <laughs> I, I understood what you said. Okay, it just wasn't funny, right? <laughs> All right. So help me understand. Uh, once you became a personal trainer and you decided to start this business, uh, what steps you take to start growing the business and scaling it? Obviously, you got your own place. Kind of walk us through some of that process.
1: Well, so technically, I didn't know where my business would be located. I also did not know the name that I was going to choose. However, we were going to the gym, and I would go to the gym every day from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. And like I said, I started out with one gentleman that grew into 10. And I had a great personality with the patrons that were coming to the gym. So what I decided to do was called the name of my business, Body Construction. And I wanted to spell it, I wanted to spell it different because I wanted to have his own signature. So I I, I decided to spell it with a K and a U. Uh, Upon spelling it with a K and a U, I had so many people requesting my help that the gym that I was going to was kind of lightweight, They were forced to hire me. So what I did was I went and got shirts pressed up. And I knew the logo that I wanted and I knew why I wanted the logo. And I knew the name and I knew why I wanted the name. I just didn't know where it was going to be and when it was going to happen. So what I did was I went around to the, the big guys, the popular guys, the cute girls, the popular girls. And I asked them what was their favorite color and what size shirt did they wear. So, what I then did was I went and got about two dozen shirts made. And I gave everybody in that particular gym a shirt. And that shirt had my name of the business along with the logo. And so, back then, I was building a brand. And... I started helping all these guys, and they were different shapes and sizes, different athleticism, football player, basketball player, retirees, uh, just all different demographics. I was helping these guys for totally free. I wasn't charging them at all, and after that, the gym was forced to hire me, so I started working at the gym, but it had too many rules, too many parameters. And they were kind of strict on my dress code and things that I could and could not do. So after that, I kind of I kind of was rebellious and was like, I need to find a new location or I need to find a location. And so it just so happens my first client, which was the guy that happened to be a pastor, my first gym was a church slash meeting place. Or HOA fees and once the guy moved out with his church location that specific connection he gave me that connection and set up the meeting for that to be my first gym and from there it happened to be literally down the street from the gym where we were working out at and I was able to start my first my first facility Uh, so, did your gym rely on equipment,
0: or what were you using for training purposes? I was such a big investment to go out and buy equipment. So, how did you go so, from borrowing someone else's equipment to suddenly having your own gym and having your own equipment?
1: I, I started at the Goodwill. I started at the Goodwill, and what I used to do is, I started on I started on Craigslist, and I started on the Goodwill. And what I would do is, I would go on I would go on Craigslist. And I would find like inexpensive tools that I could use and put away. So nothing, nothing was stable. Everything was able to be moved and stored away. So I would go on Craigslist and I would buy like punching bags, mats. I would go to the Goodwill. I would buy dumbbells and any kind of universal equipment that I could use momentarily at the same time, put it away because. In this day and age, fitness is not what it used to be when it was Arnold Schwarzenegger and those guys. Like, back in those days, everybody used a lot of stabilization weights, meaning things that were super heavy and you couldn't move them. And these days, it's more about functional, uh, not high intensity, but more so ability to be flexible. And, and and use a lot of different things to be active, vice right, versa, like, building big, bulky muscle.
0: So I played in your, into your game plan perfectly because you have to go out and spend a half million dollars on equipment that is super yes. heavy and hard to move around. You're able to buy yes. dumbbells. You can use resistance training and bands and punching yes. bags. Get the same quality movement uh, workout instead of focusing on big, heavy equipment,
1: which kept yes, your sir. cost down yes, for the sir. startup. Yes, sir. Definitely, definitely. I uh, I literally, I I literally started out with just a thousand square feet of just blank space. That's but all you had I needed. To put it away at the end of your day. Yes, I could I, I could put it away. I could bring it out, and plus it allow you to use the tools more than one way. Like if you if you were to bench press with a bench press machine and a bar, you're kind of limited to. How many things you can do with it? So I was able to start with a lot of universal tools to help me, like, help a lot of people. And then I, I came into the game where I was targeting weight loss. I wasn't targeting, like, people that wanted to be big and bulky. So I was targeting weight loss. I was targeting people who needed uh, more flexibility, things of that nature
0: which plays right into your, your space and the type of space you have to work with.
1: Yes. I mean, some of the some of the best people are like Bruce Lee, Muhammad Ali. Uh, these are guys that they, they, they have functional training. So we could go from like working out with dumbbells to doing mountain climbers on the floor to running around the building, coming back in, doing sit-ups. It's more so about the combination and learning, learning the person, and understanding what goals they want to accomplish, what it is they're eating, and how I can help you accomplish that goal in a timely manner. Uh, and also understanding muscle weighs more than fat. So if you lifting a whole lot of weights, if that's the goal, then that's the goal. But if it's about losing weight, then we have a formula. That works we average between three and seven pounds a month come off stay off Nobody's on a diet. I help everybody eat what they like based on the goals. They want to accomplish However, it's about the timing that you eat what you eat when you eat it
0: yeah, say that one more time because I think that's a most critical part
1: of weight loss Timing um, what you eat when you eat it. Yeah. Yeah, like so because what a lot of people misconstrue, a lot of people misunderstand going to the gym. First, you got to understand what your purpose is. Why are you going there? What, what, do you, what, are you setting, what are you setting out to accomplish? That's the first goal. And then it's about what are you eating, when you eat it, and why you're eating it. That's the purpose. Like, a lot of people got those three things all misconstrued if you want to be big and bulky it's a certain kind of way you have to eat if you want to be strong and lean it's another way you have to eat if you want to lose weight consecutively it's a structured style of eating you must do on a daily basis to help the weight continue to fall off yeah for sure and it's and it's about how you train, it's about what you do, it's not about how much you lift, it's about when you lift, okay, like, fitness is broken up into seasons, a lot of people are not gonna digest that, because a lot of people do CrossFit all year round, no disrespect, a lot of people do step fitness all year round, no disrespect, but the body and the mind works together, so, If your mind is accustomed to doing the same thing all day, every day, quite naturally, it has grown a company to what you do. So it's not going to never get pushed out of its comfort zone. It's in cruise control. It understands, oh, we're going to be doing that today. So, yeah, we're going to just do this and keep it moving. And that's how the body works. However, at body construction, I have a history of working at nine rounds kickboxing. I have a history of working at uh, Club Fitness. I have a history of working at Gold's Gym. I have a history of working at the YMCA. So my variety that I give my members is unlimited. And we cater from anybody from 25 to 75. And like the dynamics of workout varies based on the fitness level everybody don't do the same thing a guy that's 195 pounds compared to a guy that's 295 pounds they're gonna do something similar but they're not gonna do the same thing like that makes no sense and for example like a female that's five five 190 pounds compared to a female that's uh I'm going to say six foot, 199 pounds. They're going to do similar things, but not the same. One of them is going to do heavier weight, less reps. One of them is going to do lightweight, a whole lot of reps. It just depends on the body type. Uh, We do measurements every month. We weigh in every week. The accountability is real. The accountability is very real. My clients text me at least once a week and let me know what they eat. What that does for me is give me a time when they are eating it. It gives me a portion size on how much of their eating. And it also shows me what they eating and what they like. What I then do is I look at the text messages and I help them eat what they like the right time and the right days so for example if you want spaghetti it's nothing wrong with you having spaghetti however you should not have like double portion at 10 o'clock at night before you go to bed however if you want to eat spaghetti then we have you have it for lunch on your workout day because the minute pasta touch your tongue it turns into sugar so we're gonna use that Sugar slash energy to thrive your workout, not for you to go to sleep and get the itis and go to bed on it. Makes sense. Oh yeah, it's, it's real.
0: Like okay, I'm sorry. Details that you get a gym membership and they say, hey, "Welcome to the gym. Here's your machines. Good luck." And unless you hire yeah. a personal trainer, you got to figure everything out yourself. So it's nice that someone's there to kind of walk you through and you know put them on a personal plan that. Um, and that you, you care enough to find out what they're eating, that you care enough to find out when they're eating, and that's something that most gyms just don't do. So that's great that you take the time to give them that extra personal touch without necessarily paying so why we, a personal trainer. That's just access to your gym, those things that come with every membership. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Yeah, so the way the way our facility works is, one, you can only come by way of another person. Okay. So for example if David is a client at Body Construction we give you incentives to bring in a friend. That way you have somebody you have somebody that comes in along with you. You guys kind of challenge each other, but at the same time it's it's having that accountability of some kind of friendship. We don't we don't really see too many strangers. If a stranger comes in, it's pretty much by way of Instagram because they have seen the posts and they've been following for X amount of time and they're really interested. Everybody that come to BK come by way of somebody else. So you have a family-oriented environment. So when you come to BK, one, we do things in a different kind of manner. It's, it's also like a vip type of type of status like you are somebody you're not just a number you're not just a paycheck you're not just an automatic withdrawal you become a family member because we set goals and so when you pay we literally lock in it's an understanding that how much weight do you want to lose well i want to lose seven pounds but more so than the seven pounds I want to look good in my clothes. I want to be able to play with my kids. I want to be able to, you know, be outside and not get sick. I want to be healthy. Okay, we're going to write down these goals. Because typically, everybody gives me three goals. Male or female, they give me three goals. Those three goals is documented and wrote down in your specific folder. We ask that you take pictures of yourself front, back, side to side, and a set of undergarments that you revisit at least once a month. That way you can see your results on your own. You get in the shower every day. You look in the mirror every day. So sometimes it's hard being a fly on the wall. However, if you can see the results on your own with your pictures, if you can also see the results with your measurements once a month, If you can see the results with your weekly weigh-ins, with the accountability, that kind of gives you a little bit of thrive to continue. And those small goals count the most because they add up to the long-term goals. So somebody that wants to lose 100 pounds, it's a little little hard when you can't like see any kind of results immediately. So we show you those small-term goals and how they stack up. The most I've helped the guy lose is hundred pounds. The most I helped the female lose is seventy. I think like seventy-five pounds, seventy-seven pounds. And this is on a, this is on a daily basis. This on a daily basis. This is not, uh, like something that I just do. This is all day, every day. This is what I do seven days a week. Seven days a week.
0: I love it. I've even I love it. I oh, do it seven days a week. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, I I do it seven days a week, and it 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 literally is a passion. It's a passion. Does it pay me what I what I want? No, but but when I look at it like a gift from God, it's something that I do endlessly. Okay, I do it. I do it with ease, and something right. that I do, some some that I do like so so effortlessly it helps so many people like we literally we see about anywhere from 30 to 50 people a week a week and and they all they all have a testimony and it's all documented we have photographers all the so so we at least have a, a photographer at least once twice a month a videographer, at least once, twice a month, and all these different stories is documented. So, like, the same way you watch Netflix and you see My 600 hundred pound Life, you see other other sources of that, but real people that you can identify with, be like, oh, like, I work, I have kids, uh, I'm a teacher, I do this, I do that, I could do it if they could do it. 100%.
0: And again, seeing that progress is, is so motivating. It's, it's incredibly powerful. I worked at Valley Total Fitness back in the day, probably 20 years ago, and I was really insistent on even putting photographs in the club at 30, 60, 90 days because that was the best referral. If someone comes in and is losing weight at my gym, I was like, well, I'm not going to say a thing. Just look at the results. This is what our trainers can yeah, do I, for you if given the opportunity. I tell
1: everybody, I tell everybody, you got 90 days. Yeah, for real, for real. Like I, I don't even. I don't sugarcoat it. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't try to sell myself. I'm I'm really past that phase. I let them know they got 90 days. The first 30 days is why did I sign up? That's your that's your that's your question you're gonna ask yourself that first 30 days is, is why? Why did I sign up? That next 30 days, you've now committed to coming, you being consistent, you actually see like, okay, what's going on? You got your preparation in in play, you kind of got a routine kind of set. That 90 days is when you actually put a blazer on and notice the difference or you go move the belt, you see a difference. Uh, you try on some clothes or you see a family member that you haven't seen since the last holidays. And that's when, you know, you can kind of use that as fuel to keep going. And it's great to have that
0: reinforcement and it's great to uh, see your results because again, if you put the time in and effort in and the sacrifice, and you don't see results. It just gets frustrating. And we kind of give up on ourselves. So it's important that they have that way to see results that you hold them accountable and, you're there to show them results, even if they don't necessarily – the scale doesn't always tell a story. Like you said, this, the scale can tell you just your weight. But if you're getting stronger in some cases, the scale may be the same, but you do you look better and your clothes fit better. Here's so a, being there to help them understand, don't freak out about the scale. Look how much better you look. Look how much you've dropped an here's inch a, in your waist. Here's a, look how much better clothes fit you and so on and so
1: forth. Here's a major key alert. We do the body fat and the BMI every week also. So for, for those people who don't see it on the scale right away, you got some, you got some people that are of size. They're not going to see it on the scale right away. So what we do is they're able to watch the body fat number go down. As long as they watch that body fat number go down, they understand that they hard work and their effort is going to something as 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 long as that body fat number is going down, it said that they're burning calories, they they losing they they definitely losing weight. It's just not moving as fast as they wanted to move. And when that BMI body mass index, when that BMI starts to go down, that let them know too that the shadow of them from last month compared to the shadow of them this month is getting smaller. So you're definitely losing. You losing. And and all of it is different sources of accountability to motivate them and instill them. Don't stop. Keep going.
0: It definitely takes time to get into a, a new routine and to see the results. So I definitely I think it's great that you can measure not just the weight, but also the BMI and also the body fat. And help them understand that as long as you're making progress, that's the most important thing. And that's what's gonna keep it. That's you the motivated.
1: most important thing. Exactly. And then understanding this too Dave that they're not in competition with nobody exactly they they have to understand that they're doing this for them they're doing this for a better them so it's it's you versus you you know what I'm saying so like right. instead of instead of setting a new year's resolution goal that's okay if that's what you need to do to jumpstart the year nothing against that. However, understanding that first, you want to look good in your clothes. You don't want to just take pictures of your face. You want to take pictures of your whole body. You don't want to have to hold your purse in front of your stomach. Like, these are things that we help them understand. Like, it's you versus you. The old you versus the new you. And then understanding that what you see me do as far as the exercises and the things that I do, I've been doing this a long time. So my history, as far as working out, extends a little longer than you just starting. But don't mind me. Mind you. Understand like you're doing this for you. Exactly. That's such That's an important, important message for sure, CJ.
0: Uh, I do want to shift gears a little bit. Um, as you have in this uh, gym... As you've grown from one to 10 to now, you see 30 people per week. Um, what mistakes have you made in growing the business? And what did you learn from those mistakes, most importantly?
1: Mistakes. Uh, Any mistakes? I, I believe I believe as an entrepreneur, you're going to always make mistakes. That's what's going to help you sharpen up going further. Uh, financial mistakes. Investment mistakes. Um.
0: COVID anything you did when you first opened that you wish you wouldn't have done or anything you did as far as marketing that didn't work or did work or anything you learned in the process of, of going from barring someone else's gym to suddenly having your own gym to maybe a hiccup you had once you had your own gym, and you didn't realize there was going to be a problem and it became a problem, whether it be staffing for, you know, trainers or the lease or equipment or, you know, servicing equipment, anything like that.
1: Well, the the worst stigma that a trainer has is having sex with their clients. Yeah. That's true. That's the that's the that's the worst stigma that hangs over our head forever. And that's 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 something that I dealt with with a trainer that I had in my establishment, he crossed that line. And once he crossed that line, I had to get rid of him because that taints the business. Right, that, that that puts a stain on the business because that's something that I believe. If you're in a relationship, if you're married, and your wife goes to a gym where it has a reputation of the trainer having sex with the client, bro, that's gonna mess your money up. How can you feed your kids? Right, of course. Nobody wants their nobody wants their wife. Coming to a place where it had that kind of reputation, so that's something that I definitely learned. Um, Not to mention, less safety,
0: you know. Obviously,
1: when oh the husband finds out, and then once it confronts Come the tree like, then he got all the club. Yeah, that that that's something that I had to deal with. And the the husband of the wife came to the gym when the guy that I hired wasn't there, and I had to like literally like. Look at this guy face to face and let him know, like, I didn't have sex with your wife. I'm sorry. Like, but I didn't throw the trainer under the bus. I just told him, I told the guy, as far as what I seen, I, I haven't seen nothing like that. So that's something that I faced. And it was, it was a real life situation, too, because, you know, I don't believe no man is coming in peace. When he coming about his wife and cheating, right. he coming he coming for gunplay, he coming for fist fights, he coming for drama, like he's right. not coming to, to to say hamdulillah. So, <laughs> you know that's something that I definitely have have hands-on experience with, and and I definitely learned. And the first thing my wife said was no, that's a no-fly zone, and then my mom the first thing my mom said is no, it's no partners in business. It's, it's no friends in business. So right then and there, I had to let that go. And even though, you know, it was, it was an added source of income that I had to, you know, I had to do away with. Right. So that's definitely something that I had to, you know, learn, learn coming up. Definitely.
0: Makes sense. I remember I had an experience at Bally when I was a GM or one of my trainers was inappropriately touching the clients and I confronted him about it. He used to bring his wife by all the time and I never confronted his wife about it, but I confronted him directly about it. And he became very upset, threatened to fight me in the club. And I had to have security escort him out and he was terminated. But it's like, you know, people just have to use some common sense when they're training. It's a profession, it's a job. You have to not cross that line. And if your manager sees you cross the line, they have no choice, but to let you go. So don't be surprised. Don't be angry. Don't be upset just realize you cross the line and send, you know escort yourself out. But I guess because well, his Dave, numbers you are know, so good and because he kept contributing to the bottom line of the club, they let it go for so long. I had zero tolerance for it, just like you have zero tolerance for it. And everyone needs to feel safe in the environment of a gym. And when you cross this, that line, it just, it's not worth the whole gym closing because you can't make good choices as an owner
1: uh, and as a manager. Here's, you a what, facility, it, so here's what it boils down to. Like, one... It's about how you look at your clients, man. It's about how you look at your clients. If you if you look at them like sex symbols, if you if you turned on by tight pants and bop 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 and things of that nature, then you in the wrong profession. Now, granted, it takes a while of maturity for you to understand, like, yo, like this is about the check. This is about helping them. But a lot of people, what I've learned, I'm going to tell you what I learned, for real, for real. And and you can take this to the bank. When, when somebody calls on you for your help, they are literally letting down their guard. And they're trusting you to help them get to a certain point. Okay? Mm-hmm. You got two options. You can be a part of that person's success story or you can be a part of the demise. And the demise comes in when this person decides to trust you, you take advantage of their trust and you mess up everything. The success story is when you help that person accomplish that goal and you get a kick out of them thriving. That's where I come in at. When when somebody tells me they want to lose 20 pounds and they feel like it's totally impossible. They feel like they've tried everything in the world and they failed. They call on me because we are the number one weight loss facility in the city of Charlotte. I wear that title. I wear that title because I believe wholeheartedly like I can pretty much help any age, any nationality, any size, any height male, female, whatever. So when they call on body construction, I got three kids that look up to me like a superhero. When I help this person lose 20 pounds and they go take pictures and they go off and get married or they now been cleared to have a baby or they they now feel they can accomplish anything, that feeling is what helped me thrive and helped me say, let me help the next person,
0: exactly. and that's just how well, I. It goes, it goes I, back to your passion. It goes back to your passion. Yeah, for fitness that's that's
1: that's that's how it works. So exactly how since it works. you've
0: helped so many people, you know, since 2013, I want you to think of one person you helped out in particular that you ultimately think of as the ultimate success story. Whether it be a male weight loss or a female weight loss, maybe they're having diabetes issues or health issues or things that were going to drastically change their life. And because they came to you, lost the weight they needed to do, uh, now they're a much healthier, thriving individual. Maybe it helped their marriage. Maybe it helped their overall health. Uh, Think of a client for me that you really feel was a success story. And when there's ever a doubt, should I stay open with COVID? Should I hang it up? This success story keeps you motivated and keeps the doors open. Give me an example.
1: Dave, I got too many. I promise. I swear to God, I got too many. I, I can Give me name. one.
0: Give me one big one. The one um, that you invite to your Thanksgiving dinner because you became so close to that person.
1: Okay. All right. She, it make me cry right now. I swear to God. Like, <laughs> but I'm going a, I'm to a hold it. Um. Like, um. her name is T-Wade. That's her name. Like, um. She really like my family member now, man. Like for real. Like for real for real. Yep.
0: What was her situation and where is she now?
1: Dave, she was about, Dave, she was about, I don't even know, man, she might have been about 270-something pounds, maybe 200, like, you wouldn't even, if I sent you a picture of her, like, her before and after, you don't even know it's her, um, she was once told she was too big to have a baby. And she lost enough weight. The doctor cleared her and said, you can now have a baby. And uh, she just one of those people who got a good heart, who just a fighter, like she, she, she just a fighter. She refused to quit. And um, she's, she's literally like one of the people that have been with me like the longest and she 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 has a before and after like I could send you a video you would not know now from then and she lost the weight and when covid hit I said I retired I literally had retired I said I wasn't doing fitness no more because my lease was up and we have fulfilled our obligation as far as the old location. And I was done. I was pretty much done. And she went off to try to have a baby. And however, situation didn't go as she planned. But she didn't give up. She kind of got in a in a down state. But I got with her and we prayed. And right now to this day, she's back at it. She's back trying to have a baby. Um, She's still working out. She's still losing weight. And she's still motivated. Um, I got a lady who is 75 years old, Dave. When she came to me, she was 220 pounds. She was on two... She was on two different high blood pressure pills, and because she's seventy-five, she kind of seasoned. So when I was giving her the jewels and nuggets and requesting certain things, she was she was a bit uh, defensive and didn't want to abide by some of the things I was asking her to do. Lo and behold, she down to one seventy-five. And she not on no high blood pressure pill medicine at all. No. And she said and she's 75. Um, I got I got a young lady who wanted to be a trainer who didn't believe she had what it took. I said, You got what it takes. I seen it in her from day one. She now has her own facility. Uh, I had a young I had a young man like about 28 caught up in the streets, made some bad decisions and one of his big homies called me and said look man it's a young man that he's he's deep into fitness. He reminds me of you. I want you to take him under take him under your wing give him some game help him out. He was up under me for about two years he got his own gym now he's doing his own thing uh, i got i got tons of success story that's the only that's, reason why i still do this exactly that's the only reason yeah. why i still do this that's like great. because i know like god didn't god didn't bring me here like for the stuff that i done been through god didn't bring me here for me to be basic he didn't bring me here to like be normal like so the so the so the stuff that i do I do it with ease. I don't, I don't, I, mean, I go to the gym and I create awareness. It ain't because I want people to watch me. I'm just different. I'm just different. And, and, and you that, it. that's and, the most important thing. It's okay to be different. You just got
0: to own it. It's all about how you walk, it's how you it. carry yourself. It's just, you got to own it. Yeah. That's the most important thing. Without effect. Well, uh, see okay, to, to wrap up the, your first success story, you said she's, she's a family member now. I think you said her name is T Wade. Yeah, T Weezy, Miss um, Wade. I'm sorry. She
1: got a couple different nicknames: T way oh. Miss Wheezy, Miss Wade. She got she got a lot of nicknames.
0: Okay, well, what is her weight now? What is her like? How can I, how can you measure her? So, you said she was two seventy when you first started. Is she down yeah, to uh, two twenty
1: five or two hundred or? No, nah, she's about she's about
0: one eighty now. One eighty, wow, ninety pound transformation. Yeah, she's about one eighty sure now. fat is down, and
1: uh, oh my gosh, uh, she looked... she looked She looked totally different. Totally different. That's incredible.
0: I appreciate you you taking the time to speak with me. I can tell you're passionate. I can tell because when you talked about T. Wade, you got choked up. And that's just you speaking from your heart. And I love the fact that you speak from your heart. And I love the fact you care about your clients so much. So now that everyone's listening to this this, uh, podcast is also in tears, uh, share with with them how they can get a hold of you. Website, phone number, Email, social media, however they can find you, follow you, uh, your address, yeah, I, where they can come to the gym, all that detail, if you can show that now for
1: all the listeners. For uh, Honestly, I ask everybody to just follow on Instagram. Follow on Instagram, like, comment, tune in. If you have a question, just DM me. I'm about a 48-hour turnaround on answering questions because I put my clients first and before my clients is my family and then before my family is god so follow me on instagram and it's body b-o-d-y and construction is spelt with a k and a u construction body construction clt follow on instagram if you if you if you feel like calling 980-938-2658 we're the number one weight loss facility in the city of Charlotte. You can't mention fitness in Charlotte and don't mention body construction. Everybody knows body construction, fitness, and wellness. Um, that's pretty much it, Dave. Did you, uh, Instagram, did you give that, the I'm to the most 107 10721 John Price. And that's in Charlotte? Yes, sir. That's in Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay, two eight two
0: seven three. Yes, sir. Excellent. Well, C J, again, thank you so much for your heart-filled uh, uh, energy, your uh, enthusiasm, your passion for the world of fitness, and for being the number one weight loss facility in Charlotte. Because obviously, everyone knows with COVID, we all need help now. And I know for a lot of people that are working from home. It's even harder now because we're not even getting out of our jammies to go even to the office and get in our car and drive somewhere and drive to our office. Now we're just rolling out of bed and going to our computer and sit in our computer all day. So if there's ever a time where we need to be healthier, uh, not rely on a pill or a shot necessarily to make us feel better or look better, but we got to get out there and move. we got to get out there and, uh, and get fit and stay fit if we want to uh, watch our kids and our grandkids grow up. So I, I truly appreciate you being on the show, uh, and I appreciate you taking the time. And you've listened to another episode of the Perky Caller Radio Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, bro. My pleasure. What is the Perky Collar? It is a collar support system for dress shirts. That's right, over 18,000 of these amazing devices have been sold globally. How does it work? Lift the collar, add the Perky Collar with the long tapered ends on top, lower your collar on top, adjust to make sure it's even around the collar, and that's it. You've now transformed your droopy, saggy dress shirt collar to a brand new looking dress shirt ready to tackle sweaters, jackets, blazers and the collar still stays nice and tall. How do you find it? The website's perkyllc.com. That's spelled P is in Paul, E is an elephant, R is in Robert, K is in Kangaroo, Y is in Yo-yo. LLC. Larry Larry charlie.com That's perkyllc.com. Get yours today or if you're in Charlotte, North Carolina visiting or live here, feel free to come by South Park Mall's kiosk, located between Francesca's and Toomey. Best entrance is Maggiano's and Cheesecake Factory. See you soon. Look your best. Have a great day. Perky LLC is a clothing innovation company. We solve clothing-related problems such as a droopy, saggy or collar, the pocket square that doesn't seem to sit still pop- properly, it unfolds, it falls down. The shirt that keeps coming untucked. Collar stays that keep curling on you. And more and more issues with your belt. Cracking, splitting, holeless belts are the solution. You can adjust them by a quarter inch instead of having to go up an inch or down an inch. What about that lapel you want to use as an accent color to match a dress? Or as a color accent to your wardrobe? This and many other fun fashion accessories are available at perkyllc.com beyond innovation we also have fashion accessories bow ties you name it from feather to blingy to wooden even wooden ones that move even wooden ones that showcase the skyline of cities all across the country check out perkyllc.com for all these great fashion accessories and innovative solutions